Whenever you are ready, senor. Okay. Coming up in three, two. Welcome to Let's Talk Ed. I'm Chris Ford, and I'm joined as always by Dr. Zahi Atala. Zahi, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And and I want to make sure that people know that this segment where we're going to be talking about what colleges need to do to improve our relationships with employers is, is a critical look, but not an admonishment of higher education. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really easy uh, for something like this to sound very negative. Uh, and that is not the intent at all. Um, you know, obviously, when whenever we talk to our students, we talk about college being an opportunity for growth. And this is an opportunity for colleges to look at themselves and how can we grow and be better and ultimately be a better place for our students. And that's what this is all about. Right. Right. So so it's always spurred by reading that uh, nice article from the uh, Harvard Business Review about that gap between employers and uh, community colleges in terms of preparation of middle skills um, workforce. It, uh, as we discussed previously, we are bound by regulations and policies, whether at the local and state and, and national levels, to hear from employers and invite them to meetings um, and seek their perspective on curriculum, on, on uh, labs and shops and, and um, what have you, um, or, or exact skills that, that students need to uh, get uh, leaving um, our education. Uh, yet we hear, and, and it was pretty obvious in the, in that article that employers seem to um in the majority of employers seem to indicate that um there is no transparency and there is no communication and they're not seeing that in colleges right and you know as you pointed out in the last episode and just talked about too that you know there are these advisory councils that that community colleges have and these are generally specific only to the career and technical programs. Um, but I think one of the important things with those is, you know, to really engage for a community college to really engage with their their audience. Um, and as my cat joins us now. Uh, yeah, Loki's on really engage. Yes, you know, but when, when they have one of these advisory councils, it's not an opportunity to just talk about, oh, here's how great we are. Um, you know, here's our program. Here's how great we are. It, it's also, you know, an opportunity to let's talk to these employers and let's find out for sure what it is that they need. And let's be real honest about that. Yes, I've sat in hundreds and hundreds of those meetings. And uh, a couple of things that stand out to me is that we tend as as um, um, educators to stuff the room with people we're comfortable with. You know, so we have other faculty from the institution, high school uh, teachers, and and then HR people from employers uh, at best. And then in many cases, 
I've seen uh, advancement and foundation using those meetings as a way to, you know, solicit support for the institution, which is which is all great. But packing a, a committee with friends um, might not necessarily be what you need to do in those advisory board meetings. And so there needs to be an agenda. The agenda needs to be driven by the other people, not by the institution. And it's not about kudos. It's not just about, aha, you see what well, we've got, we've got the meeting and those are the minutes. Therefore, we can we can get Perkins funding because they said so. Well, not have said so, but this is how you drafted it to be. Uh, so we need to have a candid discussion. I have struggled in many places uh, to find the advisory uh, committee uh, meeting agenda to include looking at the curriculum. Let's go through it, right? What are those objectives? What are those outcomes that you're looking for? I hardly see that. And I think a lot of it is because we don't want to be seen uh, or hear that we may be wrong or we're teaching the old stuff or whatever whatever it is. So a lot of humility would would go a long way, or a little bit of humidity would go a long way uh, in rectifying uh, some of what we're seeing. Well, and and beyond that, you know, those are are really good when you're talking about you know career and technical programs and very specific trades. Uh, you know, so you may be talking to a company about welders, for example, uh, but the reality is they employ more than just welders. Yeah. So I think it's important for colleges to engage, especially the primary employers in their area, engage with them beyond just the advisory council meetings to really sit down and have a frank talk and say, you know, what is it that, that you need? You know, when you're looking for employees, what are the things that you need and, you know, in some cases, where are we missing the mark on that? Right. How can we improve? Right. So establishing the true abilities and the true outcomes that industry is looking for. And maybe we want to stack them, you know, because remember, we have the student for a small number of hours. People think about the college like an apprenticeship. And, and in some ways, yes, but it's an abbreviated version of it. Another element that I think is important and is very routinely forgotten is we, we, we invite so many people from HR or from the business side of an employer and from the actual meat of that uh, company. And also, we don't hear from the employees at this company very often. So I think a mix of, of those people, yes, we need some people from HR, absolutely. But the director of meetings, which is somebody who's paid to go from meeting to meeting to meeting, may not be able to give you those particular details. And the owner of a company many times really is not in the daily grind of what goes on. So their perspective may, but it may also not be what, the, um, what could be most helpful for educators. Absolutely. You know, it, it may be something that, one day they did a particular job, but that was 25 years ago. And things have changed since then. Um, you know, 
yes, I would say that, you know, especially when you're talking about a small to medium sized business, you know, your, your top level people probably do have a little more intimate idea of what's happening on a day to day basis. But, you know, you get a, a Fortune 500 company and, you know, the top executives there may not know that job too far beyond only the job description. Yes. Yes. And that's that's potentially part of that dissonance, right? Because we don't have the right mix of people. In addition to the fact that, you know, as we've talked time and again, many uh, in many instances, we think we have it right and everybody else has to uh, toe the line that that we're laying there for them. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I think you're absolutely right there that you said a little earlier too. the, the importance of colleges to show a little humility in this. Um, you know, yes, we we often are subject matter experts. You know, we, we, we go out, we hire people that are subject matter experts, uh, you know, in our, our career and technical areas. The people generally come from the business world. Uh, they've, they've lived this every day. They have a passion about it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we need to be open to hearing things have changed uh, or, hey, you know, we need you to focus more on this instead of this and be OK with that and not not have a lot of hubris and say, well, this is how we've always done it. You're right. And I want to circle back to something you talked about earlier, that it's not just for com uh, for career technical education. So how can we bring in folks from the general education? to be part of those conversations so they can actually um, help influence the education and the trajectory and the learning of those uh, learners that are there in their classrooms. Absolutely, absolutely. And what we're gonna do in our next segment is we're going to talk about this from the employer side and, and things they can be doing uh, to help bridge this gap for colleges, because obviously this isn't solely based on colleges. You know, it, it's not solely colleges that are doing the wrong thing. Uh, but there, there's also some responsibility for businesses uh, as well to be very open and transparent. So that's going to be our next segment. If you enjoy topics like this, be sure and like us, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, ring that bell down below so you'll get notifications when we post new content. And of course, we're available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time on Let's Talk Ed.